0: What's your name anyway? Hey kid, there's a big shot gangster He's putting together a crew. You think everything sounds like a bad idea? If you come with me, you're in this life for good. I waited a long time for a shot like this. feeling about this you might want to buckle up baby because we got ourselves a movie what don't why did you hit me in the head
1: <laughs> because you're embarrassing
0: i know i do my best so another star wars movie came out that's a thing and so in we case had you
1: haven't heard yeah in
0: case you know, you didn't hear it before. Um, and so we have our very special Star Wars novice on the podcast with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listened way back when The Last Jedi came out, you know, whole six months ago. Uh, we had her on, and these are going to be our instant reactions. This episode will be... Spoiler alert! Full spoilers, of course, so if you have not seen the movie, turn back now. Press pause, turn your phone off, go watch the movie... Go see it again, and then come back and, and, and listen to us. Uh, so, before I go full fangirl and, and just totally freak out, what did you think of the movie?
1: I thought it was really good. I really liked it. So I'm going to jump to the end immediately.
0: Don't give me started. <laughs> because
1: um, I don't know if you'll believe me or not, but I kind of totally saw it coming, which is really weird. No, no, from the very beginning when I saw what's the bad guy's name? Dryden Voss. Dryden Voss. I saw his face and I was like, wow, those look a lot like malls markings. No joke. And I was like, I wonder if they're connected, but that was literally my only thought. I mean, I, again, as a novice, I don't know the story that well. I'm awful with that, but it's just simply from the markings. I was like, and I wish I would have said something to you beforehand. No, I would have so, you. well then I could have at least proved that I'm not like totally lying out of I mean, I don't believe
0: you're totally lying, just partially lying.
1: I so, mean, how? Uh, why else would I think... I mean, that's literally... It was just his facial characteristics. I was like, wow, I wonder if maybe, like, he's Maul. But I don't even know how Maul plays into the story that well. But I was like, his face kind of looks like his. I was like, maybe he becomes him or something. But then I just kind of was like, eh, maybe he doesn't. I don't know who... I don't know how Maul plays into the story, to be so, honest. So I didn't know if it was a thing.
0: So the way Maul plays into the story... He, you know, gets a a leg amputation or two um, and falls down a big pit and then ends up on a trash planet uh, where he is fueled by the dark side of the force and his hate for Obi-Wan and he wants to get revenge. And so he constructs these spider legs and goes crazy. Mm -hmm. And he stays on this planet and then he gets rediscovered and he goes to Dathomir where there's these dark side witches who bring him back fully and... So then he uh, gets the metal legs, and which, did you notice this little sound when he stood up? I did It know. was like a little metal legs. I noticed that because I listened for it. Um, and <laughs> I'm very attached to Darth Maul. Um, and so he, in order to try to get back at Palpatine for basically betraying him as he feels and not letting him be a part of his plan anymore, uh, he starts taking over the, the crime syndicates
1: okay so so then then all right well i guess maybe knowing that would have been a little helpful but i don't know in my head i was like well he looks a lot like him
0: so my jaw (laughs) hit the floor for a solid three minutes
1: (laughs) as soon as he came on i looked over at you
0: (laughs) like guys i'm not kidding my mouth was wide open it really was you could have like built a beehive in there and I wouldn't have even known what was going on because it was ridiculous. What an
1: odd thing to It say. was very weird. I was trying to think <laughs> of something
0: to go with like catch a fly, but I wanted something more drastic. I was
1: thinking more like the Millennium Falcon could have flown in there. I don't know. I'm just more Star Wars-y than a beehive. Anyway. Um, There's
0: bees in space. Other, uh, th- no, other no. things. No, no, no. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. It was really cool that they had Sam Witwer and Ray Park combined. I just had to say that. We'll talk about that more when we have everybody on the podcast and, and we have our full discussion. But it was really badass.
1: I'm not good enough for that conversation.
0: You're just not nerdy I'm just enough.
1: Kidding. Yes, I'm not. All
0: right. So what else? What else did you notice? What else? I what was
1: just waiting for uh, Troy and Abed in the morning. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. I. <laughs> I love Donald Glover. He's so good. Oh,
0: he's but so good. no,
1: I really liked him um, in the movie. He was very funny. Yeah. Um, I liked his connection to Elf That was so I love sweet. L3. Um, also, I was really impressed. Speaking of Elf and like some of the other things kind of going on in the film, um, the women empowerment throughout the film was pretty badass yeah i was impressed i like how they kind of like held through throughout all the way to the end even kira taking on a super high position although not quite in the way that maybe we all would have hoped for
0: but but there's been a lot of women in the fan community who have been saying like We don't want just female heroes. Like, we're getting a bunch of good female heroes. But females can be, you know, bad guys, too. Uh, I I liked the flip how Kira went from the good guy to the bad guy. And Emphis Ness went from the bad guy to the good guy or good girl, whatever it was. Um, That was really cool. I was was very shocked that Kira did not die. Like, because this movie only takes place about five years before... A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And so, I thought for sure she was gonna die, and that's what, like, Han- why Han became, like, kind of a playboy and stuff. And I feel like this movie might just get rid of his playboy demeanor a little bit, because he was very committed to Kira for a long time. Right. And then he's very committed to Leia for a long time. We see that even when they... Are apart.
1: Well, I mean, maybe he kind of took this as a separation and to go off and become the Playboy. I've seen some guys do that.
0: Well, Um, but there's also, like, Ash made this point on the last episode of Starships or uh, that, or on, no, it was on Skyhoppers. It was on her podcast on Skyhoppers. Uh, But that. There's really no evidence for Han being a playboy except for, like, one deleted scene where he gets a drink thrown in his face, and that mm-hmm. doesn't even count. And I don't think this movie did anything to kind of promote that. What this movie did promote, though, was the Han and Chewbacca relationship.
1: Oh, I really liked how they met. I thought <laughs> it was, was so cool. Oh, was really cool. cool.
0: Uh, it was not heavy-handed.
1: Yeah, it wasn't, it didn't feel forced. Like, yeah. it was just kind of like, oh, that's kind of how it happened, and then... They kind of just clicked and just worked well.
0: So, in the Han Solo trilogy books that I read Mm -hmm. recently, um, the A.C. Crispin one, if you guys haven't been listening, for some reason I always end up talking about it, even though I don't really like those books that much anymore. But uh, Han's, like, one thing is he's very much against slavery. And so, when he sees the Wookiees, you know, being enslaved, that's when he leaves the Empire. And... It always just sat a little wrong with me. Not that Han Solo would support slavery, but I just never saw Han Solo as someone who had such a direct moral compass. I always felt like until the original trilogy, he was always kind of wayward and he had this moral compass, but he didn't want to quite admit it to himself. And in the books, it was very. Slavery is like, that's the one thing I won't go for. And. So, the fact that they didn't go heavy-handed with that, and Chewbacca, yes, Chewbacca was a slave, but Han saved him kind of because it was the right thing to do, and also kind of because it helped him. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I just thought it it played a lot better and more naturally, and their, their relationship progressing over time was really cool. Do you know about the life debt? No. So... Wookiees have a life debt for somebody who saves so their this life. this is
1: not just a reaction. This is a course in...
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> okay. So we kind of saw the life debt be initiated, but they never, at least as far as I remember, they never mentioned it. Do you remember? Mm-mm. So do you feel like the movie would have been better if they had gone a little more heavy-handed with that? Do you feel like it worked perfectly, like...
1: It felt pretty natural, and I guess maybe it could have been like an unspoken life debt kind of thing, especially Chewie coming back even after saving the Wookiees when they had gone to go pick up the unrefined stuff. Yeah, I can't. (laughs) Coaxium, I think. Yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so. And he still came back from that to like help Han, so. I feel like it's an unspoken thing. It was more just like a bond, a quick friendship.
0: It was like... I feel like their relationship was when you meet that person and all of a sudden you're just friends and it feels like you've known them, like, forever.
1: Aw, like our relationship.
0: Wow. Major (laughs) cheese balls. But no, seriously. And... Oh, it made me so happy. Chewbacca was so good. Another
1: thing, completely, I guess, story... Yeah... Completely story unrelated. Um, the train that they were first going for um, so for the refined coaxium. Um, Look at you learning. On the I'm flights. learning words um, the whole time. All I could think was this would be such a cool 40 ride <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <it would. laughs> because
1: of the way it was like turning on on the tracks and everything. So I'm just saying. Lucasfilm, that would be a really cool um, We need one of those Star Wars Ar- It could be like an arcade game like those pods yeah. that I see all the time or straight up 4D simulator at Disney World would be pretty cool too I'd be cool with that
0: yeah. In the trailers oh, I w-
1: talk about the trailers oh, Hold on
0: yeah, yeah, not that part <laughs> But in the trailers I was always kind of like why is it going upside down like that just seems like a really stupid way to drive a train and (laughs) because the shots there was a couple shots of like the whole thing together but I never I don't do the frame by frame so I never really analyzed it or anything Mm -hmm. but most of them were of the shooting up close and you know the action shots and then seeing here that it was like a, a a preventative measure from exactly what they were doing Um, trying to keep people off the the ship because there wasn't any, there's no uh, driver on the ship. It it looked like it was all automated. I thought that was really cool um, that not only did Han get himself into this scoundrel world, but he really got himself in with the worst of the worst, or the best of the worst, I guess, right from the get-go.
1: So as far as the trailer goes... Um, Those of you that know, and those of you who don't know, and maybe are first-time listeners, Brandon does not typically watch Star Wars trailers. Um, He feels that it can ruin things. It's better to go in surprised. Um, A big reason is because a lot of things are put in trailers that are left out of the movie. So when you expect them to be in the movie and they're not... It can be kind of a bummer.
0: I love Disney. <laughs> I love the Disney movies. I hate the Disney trailers with a burning, dying passion. I, sh- I-, I fully <laughs> regret watching. I- I'm saying it here, and I reserve the right to change my mind because it's my podcast and I can do what I want. <laughs> I'm not watching Star Wars trailers anymore. I'm going to watch maybe the first teaser... To get myself hyped for a movie, I'm not watching full story trailers. Because, (laughs) like...
1: What's the part that you're speaking of so people know? I know what you're talking about.
0: If you listen to our solo trailer reaction, you know my favorite line, possibly in all of Star Wars now.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know.
0: Is when Han goes, I thought we were in trouble there, but it's fine. We're fine. And I've like already started using that in real life. All the time. And it wasn't in the
1: movie. Bummer. But you know what was in the movie that I thought was really cute? I have a good feeling about this.
0: That was cool. That was cute. That was cool. There really wasn't... There wasn't a lot that was in the trailer that wasn't in the movie, as far as I remember.
1: I didn't really watch the trailer that much. So, I saw it maybe two times.
0: So... I might be on that no-spoiler train for a while now. It definitely, (laughs) definitely happens for for episode 9, because that's obvious. Uh, We'll see.
1: I don't know. And get ready to hear the banter between Drew and Brandon and not watching the trailer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Drew's going to troll me for the next 18 months. But, you know, honestly, like, I did have the moments where I was like, "That's in the, that was in the trailer. Okay, cool, that was in the trailer. But it wasn't till I got to the, the end that I realized that that line wasn't in there, which says a lot about the movie. Right. You know, um, so it's because... It's not like
1: that big of a loss. It I really we'll is, though. Live.
0: No, it really is. <laughs> um, last big thing that I wanted to hit. No, two, two last big things. One, I'm really pissed that Rio died. The little I monkey know. guy.
1: The little monkey guy. It's an interesting I guess he was kind of He was a monkey guy Especially because He kind of mentioned The cantina And I was like Oh that would be Kind of funny How maybe that Yeah Could show I didn't know if That was Connected to anything That was already In a movie But then I guess It's not Considering he is Not currently living
0: I figured Like they could have Had They could have had Something happen Where he couldn't fly anymore or whatever and still be a part of the team i think he would have brought that humor yeah a little more there was
1: but was he one of those characters though i guess to play devil's advocate um because we've kind of talked about it before how i hope i don't butcher the name mas canada mas Mas canada i was close um became such kind of a cool character everybody was like wow I really really love her and like she's really cool and ah let's see her again and then she kind of played like this weird random little part in uh The Last Jedi and they just kind of brought her back for like no good reason just to show her face and it was kind of presented a little funny and everybody was kind of like well they could have made that better, maybe? And sh- what she was doing was kind of weird, considering only a week ago her Cantina was blown up. But, so maybe they were kind of playing the whole he's really funny, he's good, but uh, we don't know how he's gonna fit into anything else, and we don't want to overplay him.
0: Maybe? Number number one, you're the Star Wars novice, so you're not allowed to have that deep of insights.
1: <laughs> hey! Number- <laughs> I, I live with you! I know. Reminder! Um,
0: number two... I'm a Star Wars fan. I don't have to think rationally.
1: Well, so, y'all don't go. think rationally. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow, way to
0: call out the whole fandom. You're not allowed on the podcast again.
1: <laughs> like last time, you people.
0: Uh, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just thought he was really funny.
1: He was there, really cool. There was a
0: lot of humor in this.
1: There was a it, lot of dry humor. It was I really, liked.
0: It was really dry, and I feel like it's going to be more lasting humor. There was... A lot of people coming out uh, who saw the the initial showings saying that it was the funniest movie since, you know, whatever they thought the funniest movie was. I don't think it was that funny on first viewing. Yeah. But I feel like it's going to have that lasting humor. Like, when I was younger and I watched A New Hope, like, get that big walking, this big walking carpet out of my way, wasn't really funny to me. Like, it was like, why is she so mad? Now I'm like, okay, it's really funny. And and it had more of that George Lucas uh, type humor, which I liked. Last thing that I wanted to close on, and then uh, if you want to talk about anything else, I don't know. I need all of the books. I need all (laughs) the books about everything that got, shocker, spoiler alert, Maul to where he was at the end of this movie, and what happened with Kira and Maul after this movie. And I want everything with Maul all the mall. I need to know what happened between so mall came back in well, rebels. Also,
1: real quick, was there a connection with when they were trying to make the castle run? They he kept saying that they were g- near the mall or something like that and they kept saying that and it, I was like what is that? It's just That's like not a, a connection. It
0: was that red thing that was the gravity well that was pulling in the monster
1: Uh huh. That's just that, called a mall? It's called a
0: mall yeah. It's so he kind of term. just
1: took his name Darth Maul from that he's like. No it's
0: Maul like M-A-W. This is Maul oh. like I will Maul you. Oh excuse yes. me. <laughs> yes. Well it's different <laughs> <okay>. smart ass um <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I... It's... The the term has been used in the animated shows a couple of times Is just a thing that's in space. I don't know exactly what it <laughs> a means. A thing in space. It's a thing in space. That's what you could say about all of Star Wars. It's a thing in space. Um, the Kessel run was really cool, too. That
1: was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Even though I knew it was going to happen. Well, everybody time... knew it was going to happen. Okay, well, excuse me. Maybe not everybody. A- every. Not everybody is... Like in the Star Wars, like you people are she says, so. You, you people.
0: You, you people. <laughs> wow.
1: Um, now I just feel like I have to say that every time I do a reaction, no. even though I'm slowly becoming you people.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> just kidding. One day um, we'll have you on Twitter and everything. <laughs> probably not. Um, even though we knew he was going to make it. Yeah. It felt cool. Like, you were still, like, is he gonna make it? Well, and
0: the coolest part was... Well, one, it was seeing that him and Chewie did it together. That was cool. (laughs) It was really cool seeing him go full Dominic Toretto and just load up the NOS and turn it on and Mm -hmm. go fast and furious. That was really cool. Yeah, Drew. I said it. Um, And the whole so there's been a debate about the parsecs thing Mm -hmm. because when a new hope came out and he says i did the kessel run in less than 12 parsecs
1: he says less than
0: less than 12 parsecs yeah he uh every it, it everybody assumed that he was talking about time but of course parsecs is a measurement of length so the fact that it actually was a measurement of length that's what it seemed like to me because he was doing a shortcut through a part that nobody mm. was willing to go through uh, so that was was a uh Really cool, <laughs> and then,
1: but he said, "But you're saying less than twelve parsecs. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going next. But Chewy, you know, says whatever, and he goes, "Hey, round down." If you round, round down, down. <laughs> yeah, I
0: love that. I love it. it's like it's like an old fisherman's tale, you know, like yeah. the three pound bass turns into a six pound bass, turns into a nine pound bass, and all of a sudden you're rounding up to twenty, and uh, can't show you because I lost the picture, but it was a big one, you know. Uh, that was really cool. So, all right, we've been. We've been going for a while uh, now, and we're gonna have our full reaction uh, come later this weekend, early next week.
1: I am not worthy of being
0: you, You but there's some
1: really cool people there, so you definitely should still listen, even though you know myself as fun as I am to listen to.
0: I mean, you could come on the podcast, but
1: I mean, I literally probably would have nothing to contribute. Drew Drew would tear you to shreds. (laughs) I think Drew would be nice to me, even though we have never met or talked.
0: He would be nice to you. However. But he would tear your analysis to shreds. I'm
1: just saying. Well, I could fix his teeth.
0: Well, there so. you go. Okay. <laughs> You and Lindsay could tag team and you would have
1: <laughs> yes Lindsay would have Lindsay, my back Lindsay would have
0: your back so she's
1: awesome and she always promos me and I would be awkwardly in the middle
0: <laughs> looking both ways not knowing what to do. So until that time comes around uh, this has been our solo trailer reaction
1: trailer reaction
0: not trailer reaction see i thought it was the trailer i'm so mad that everything wasn't that
1: we just watched like a two and a half, hour, and a half trailer. hour trailer was, and the
0: line i wanted in it still wasn't it in was it
1: was ridiculous
0: so this has been our solo a star wars story reaction and until next time remember